Hi, this is Christopher Lewis, and welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast, where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. All right, everyone. Hello. How you doing today? So I have a really special guest today, and she's an awesome chick, and she's actually an ex-Playboy playmate, but I don't really think you ever consider no, being an ex, right? ex. Like, yeah. once a playmate, always. Yeah, Ceci, <laughs> I like that. It's like I'm learning something new. So my guest today is Echo Johnson. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You look much. lovely today. It's Thanks, great to Chris. have you. Yeah. All right. So Echo now it was um, discovered and was actually in October of 92, German Playboy. She was a playmate in that magazine, and then got rediscovered. I don't even think I could say rediscovered. You just kind of just... Well, Hef, uh, Hugh Hefner actually saw the layout from the German Playboy. Okay. And then he called Greg Gorman, who was the photographer that discovered me and asked who I was and nice. said I want her to be Miss January 1983. So she was January of 93 Playboy Playmate on that as well. And also I had some tidbit facts that she was a nine-time Playboy cover girl. And you're also one of the top three most published Playmates of all time. Yeah, that's actually something I just found out about two years ago. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I was like, are you sure? And right. they said, yeah, you're one of the top three. All right, like, I feel like awesome. I'm reading a resume like you're some MVP all-star <laughs> that you should be getting inducted to some Hall of Fame pretty soon. You know, that's what I think. Is there any Hall of Fame for this sort of situation? I just consider like Hall of Fame for playmates, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> that's a great, I mean, that that's a great feat for you. So congratulations yeah. on all that. Thank you. It's pretty amazing. All right, so we are... Or, you know, as my co-host, you know, like I always say, we're going to jump into a topic that's relatable mm -hmm. to, I guess, you and I, what we've discussed before. And uh, the topic at hand, everyone, that we're going to discuss today is called finding love twice over. It's like dating someone from your past and later on in life, they're actually your true soulmate. Exactly. I highly believe that as well. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, um, I think it's interesting how it works because when you do come together, I mean, I completely believe that God has a divine plan for right. all of us. And had we tried to like integrate that relationship earlier on, it wouldn't have worked. Of course. Not like it does now. Right. And would we believe that at the time? I mean, probably at the time, probably not. No, yeah. of course not. We were young <laughs> and dumb. Yeah. It's like sometimes like, you know what? I'm done with this one. But I, but these facts are saying that, um, and this is a really good one here, guys, is that they actually said that, you know, everyone who's had a past relationship that they actually rekindle has sometimes been over about five years or more mm -hmm. and that they actually never broke up for reasons of, um, not, I don't want to say anger, but like it wasn't a bad breakup in it other just words wasn't it just working wasn't working moment. and yeah. whether you had to move away whether um it was family whether it was work just something but it was never a bad breakup and um and this is why these people like who've long lost love sometimes who circle back unbeknownst to them or however totally. it happens works out even better than most marriages totally yeah now you have a good story about this right you're into I something kind of like this <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, it just appeared. Um, it's almost two years. So um, madly head over heels in love. I found my twin flame. All right. Um, we grew up together in Santa Fe and we've known each other since we were four years old. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, and I used to play doctor with him and <laughs> lock him in my closet at so, yeah. seven. <laughs> just what normal girls do at that age. Treat the boy like totally. shit and you just like get your way, you know? Like It's like when you like someone with the boys do, they like push and punch little of girls course. all the time. Yeah. I think you were the opposite. Yeah, I'm like, come here, let's play. <laughs> He's like, like, what do you have down there? <laughs> <laughs> That's 
really funny. So how how did you guys rekindle? Like, how did this happen it, back up again? Then it, it really is just so random, Chris. Um, I had just been out of a um, like an eight year on and off again relationship with mm-hmm. my daughter's father, and uh, it wasn't a good relationship. It was you know dealing with PTSD on his part, okay. and it was emotionally and physically at times abusive. And I had, you know, during the eight years I've been in California, I have never had a man approach me. I'd never gone out on dates, okay. anything. And so I just was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to be single till right. my daughter's 18 <laughs> and then I can go do whatever the hell I want. Right. And I was scrolling through Instagram and um, Pierre is my fiance and a picture of his popped up and he was in California and I never saw him on my feet okay. ever. So it was ever, like you're ever. saying that it's that, you know, sometimes like social media goes, hey, here's a person that you may know. It was, it was one so of those things. weird. I was just like, whoa. So I, so I sent him um, a direct message and I said, hey, I live in Cali. I have a nine-year-old daughter, da, da, and we started talking from there and lo and behold he had been divorced for two and a half years he also has a nine-year-old daughter okay and um he said what about you and i said one thousand percent single (laughs) the timing is right (laughs) and that was it and we literally you know talked every day for sometime like three to four hours on the phone wow and we fell in love over the phone. And then when we saw each other, I guess, two months after our initial conversation, it was just like, yeah, this is it. Okay. Let's and go. he was living, How? what's the proximity of distance that you guys were He was in Santa Fe. Oh, got so, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. With okay. his daughter. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. Wow. That's yeah. great. And now, I mean, how's it going? It's been how long now? Um, it's almost been two years. It's been it's been interesting because we started living together right when the pandemic hit. Okay. Now and, that and that also shows if you're really meant to be with each other at that point. Oh, and we <laughs> were living only... in a studio apartment. Oh my god, you guys Chris, were stuck so, together. And we made it. Okay, and so that's, that's I was great. like, if this is a testament to us. Yeah. Shit, if we can get through this, we can get yeah, through anything. Yeah, you can get through anything. That's yeah. amazing. So oh my god. I we're love no this longer stuff. in the studio. Okay, good. We actually have a proper place and we're good. Okay. We're, we're best friends and while we do laugh, 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 and we get each other and we're just on the same page about everything. That's amazing. Now when you guys got together because I'll share my story after this yeah. because I feel like this is such a fascinating topic. Um, do you feel like um, right when you saw each other, like everything, especially all the time you spent on the phone or whatever it was, that everything just kind of it just clicked when you saw each other. Like there was no gap in between, no weirdness, no like, oh my God. No, there, okay. there was no weirdness at all. Um, the only thing I did do is I called a mutual best friend of ours in Santa Fe and I said, hey, have you seen Pierre lately? And she said, yeah, I actually saw him today with his daughter. And I was like, well, how does he look? And she's like, he looks great. I'm like, perfect, click. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so no, it was instant, easy. Oh, the and- chemistry and everything yeah this okay so what she's saying guys it's like one thing about um rekindling this love and just basically finding love twice over i feel like um once again this is not the same as you going in and like having past relationships where you might have dated for like a year or two and you had a bad breakup and all of a sudden you go did i make a mistake i want that person back and we always had a crush on each other and never really followed through 
No, because was I... Was there an inkling ever that you guys said maybe or... No, because I was always in relationships and I started um, with Playboy when I was 18 and I, I was just... You oh, know, you shot off like a rocket after that. He doing, couldn't catch up with you then. Doing my thing. And he honestly thought that I was like out of his league. Right. That I'd never be interested. And right. so when we actually did start talking, I was like, no way, Pierre. I was like, right. every time I was in Santa Fe, I would ask <laughs> about you. I would try to find you. And the one time I saw you we were at like a bar upstairs and it was in the summer and i see him walking by and i'm like pierre but you and, he, always... and he just goes hey and keeps walking and i was like are you serious <laughs> he's like hi i never have a chance I was like, how ever dare again. you <laughs> but were you with someone at these times and you'd see him back in those days like that when you're yeah off? Okay. yeah that I makes was. it hard because i was in the yeah, whole... back-to-back relationships okay um i was only single for well, it was a good span of time. It was like five years from okay. 32 to 37. Got it. Um, and had the time of my life. But I never saw him during that time. So crazy. Yeah. It's really funny. So I have a very similar story. And this is why we're right. on this topic today. Um, for me, I am with the love of my life. Like yes. my soulmate. Like we dated about 17 years ago. And we dated for probably about... I'd say about five months. You know, uh-huh. I mean, that's it's kind of sketchy in that time. <laughs> yeah, somewhere around that time, about five. It's kind months. of you know, unclear. You know, kind of unclear. <laughs> I don't even think we really established we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Exactly. Neither here nor there. Exactly. I actually told her that I loved her, and she said that I didn't say that. So I probably did. But I in- did too. <laughs> I told him on the phone. I'm like, I love you, and he's like, Okay, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> So around that time, we dated for five months, and I mean, this girl's amazing. I mean, my 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 current girl right now, whom we when we dated back then, nothing wrong with her. I was head over heels for her, but at the time though, you know, our lives are, you know, she's in her residency, uh, you know, trying to become like a full time blown out doctor. Yeah, I can't say full blown yeah. doctor because she's already a doctor; she's going through residency and stuff. And um, you know, no, I was more on the party circuit at that time. I was having a good time, but we matched up well, and every time we were with each other, it was like it was meant to be. Right. But I, for the first time in my life. You know, I was like, you know, I, I had seen this other girl and I was like, God, you know, she kind of took my attention just a little bit for that moment. And I said, before I pursue this other girl, I need to break it off with with her, yeah. which I did. Went up to her, let her know this, and there was nothing wrong with her, but I just felt like I just had to be a stand-up guy. I found someone else who was just a little more crazier than you at the time. Okay, (laughs) well, this woman ended up becoming my wife, actually. You know, that crazy woman became my wife. And of 15 years, we have two beautiful daughters, and it was just a great run. Now, fast forward to about three or four months after when we broke up, I saw my current girlfriend slash ex-past rekindle relationship girl um, on Facebook and like she never gets on Facebook she you said saw ever. You her on Facebook? I didn't know that. Well so <laughs> this is what I saw though I so I saw her this past weekend uh-huh. and I was like and I never get on the check and I was like wait a minute I go I was just getting on and say happy birthday right? but then when I saw her at the Hollywood Bowl I go oh my god so I DM'd her because right. I didn't know if her number was the same and I said hi I go um, are you are you living here now or are you just here for the weekend? No, just for, she goes, well, I live here now. And once again, she never gets on Facebook. The reason why she got on and checked my DM was because she wanted to say thank you to people who said happy birthday to wow. her. So Love a friend it. of hers was the one who posted this photo of them at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh-huh. And so when she got back to me, I was like, oh my God, this is like three days later. And I said, um, can I call you? What's your number? And it was the same number. Uh-huh. Once that point happened, we were talking on the phone, like you said, right. every day, and it, we were inseparable at you that hooked. point. Exactly. Right. So we spoke, and then when we finally saw each other, the reason why I asked you is like, how did you know how when you guys saw each other? How did he look? Da da da. Blah blah blah. 
I had no idea what she was going to look like, you know, but in my head, she's going to look the same. And I yeah. was very nervous and super happy to see her. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, you know, this wasn't like me trying to get back with her. It was just more of me like, oh, my God, this is someone that I really liked in the past. Right. I want to see what, you know, let's yeah. just meet up. Exactly. Well, once we saw each other, Echo... She walked in the door. She looked unbelievably amazing. Like, I mean, it's like time stood still (laughs) for her. Like better than you ever thought. (laughs) Right. Time stood still for this woman and I was floored. And I tell you, when she sat down and we started talking, 10 minutes into it, I planted a kiss on her and that was it for both of us. Oh, I love it. And we've been inseparable since then. As well. Yeah, exactly. It's been an amazing run and it's just been an incredible run. And I feel like... You know, that thing of like, wow, 17 years later, um, this was actually the one that I should have been with. And it's been amazing. Right. But don't you think that certainly you are you're like your best version of yourself now than Most what definitely. you were 17 years before? Most definitely. And yes. that's the best thing it about best. it. It's like right. you're, you're showing up in like full force. Right. And you've like, had that. You've had that yeah. maturity growth. Yeah. And these are things that um, that and what previous echo- relationships that you learned from. Correct. And hopefully we grow from that. Yes. What's I say on past uh, podcast episodes where we hope that we all grow from our past relationships and continue to grow and weed out the bad and bring in the good. So likewise, I agree with that. And so, you know, off that note, one of the things that they were saying, which I was reading studies on is they said that, you know, sometimes it's about timing. Sometimes it's about obviously maturity, especially for guys and maturity. (laughs) And, you know, and they said age plays a lot in this as well. Like you said, it's like when you're younger, you have no clue on, you have a whole life in front of you. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you know that this is going to be the person or what you're missing out on as well yeah you know and what you went through with what let's whirlwind of being a player i mean sure there was like a lot of meetings a lot of guys likewise in my modeling days you know it's sure. like you're jet setting everywhere and you yeah. meet so many people how are you going to settle down at that point yeah you're not exactly. ready exactly exactly right. even though i was like all the way till 32 i was in a relationship it's right. crazy right um but but with that said, definitely, like at our age, um, we're both the same age. We're exactly six months apart, and we talk about it all the time. That had we even like hooked up or okay. had like a romantic encounter or something, okay, it would have totally skewed this, and yeah. I don't think it would have ever happened. I for agree us, because then it would have just been another like fling, and then you would have maybe at yeah. that point, oh well, maybe I didn't really like him like I thought I did. Yeah, no, right. I know I would have, and okay. now it's just like it was. It's it's everything that I've ever dreamt of that I ever hoped for I didn't think I would find okay and it here's, showed up. Here's a big question for you. Okay. So, all right, it's an easy question. Not really. Okay. That big. Don't get too scared. <laughs> that, She's... that look. You're like, here's our It's the look I give look. everyone. That's what I give. It's, I like it. It's the charm that I give all the women, yeah. anyways. Okay. Yeah, so I can you'll soon see. find that out. <laughs> right. Okay. So the question is, is that um, did you all did, through all your relationships all this time? You know, is it someone that you thought about like on and off? I mean, I'm not saying that you you've seen him like you said when you were in Santa Fe or whatever. Yes, you're going to think about him, but has he ever come across your mind ever at any point in time of your life? No. Okay. No. Only when I would see him in Santa Fe and I'd be like, God, he's so fucking cute. Right. And he's like, he was, he was very much different than like, you know, like as teenagers, you have like certain groups you're with. He's a total skater. He was a punk. He was, you know, <laughs> and I was all like, you know, button up and all about the money and Scirocco boys and all this other crap. <laughs> so, so you're saying you guys are complete opposites in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And then lo and behold, we're 
we're the perfect match. Right. Oh, and I looked up our um, our astrology signs, okay. and we're 99% love match. Oh, that's cool. Isn't Wait, that what's rad? your sign again? What are you? Capricorn. Okay, and what is he? A Taurus. Okay, that's a good match I hear. That's yeah. like a 99%? 99%. Wow. And wow. I was like, okay, yeah, no, I feel it. This makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. <laughs> it, it definitely is working. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go a little deeper now. Okay. Okay, after all that buildup, all that angst, you guys are finally hanging out. How was the sex? Gotta share. The best. All right. The best lover I've ever had in my <laughs> you know, life. It's like unreal. The other night, two nights ago, or it was yesterday morning, I woke up and I was like, <laughs> I was all, honey, that was so nice this morning. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I was like, last night, uh -huh. like you, like you were playing with me and I loved it. And he goes, no, I wasn't. He goes, but you were moaning in your sleep. And I go, oh, oh my, my God. God. I go, I had a full orgasm in my sleep of you. Like, well, I'm like, what dream did you have? <laughs> we're, 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 Isn't that wild? That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, the best, uh, just attentive and, and, and really has elevated like what I thought was sex just to a whole other That's level great. for me. Like I had no idea. Right. And that, you know, that attributes to a lot, like you said, on the love that you feel for each other can totally. also elevate that because now it's just like, it's just like just this internal feeling that's just so hot and raw. It makes yeah. it worth it that way. You know, I, I do want to talk about something actually, mm -hmm. because this is a really interesting part of, um, of our relationship. And so, um, when we started talking, uh, Pierre told me he had gotten in a really bad accident 20 okay. years previously. He had been hit by a car on a Vespa and he shattered his sacrum. His, oh, wow. His pelvic was completely shattered. And they said, you're never going to walk again. You're fucked. Da, da, da. And he was like a pro skateboarder, right. like everything. Oh, my God. But he, um, he ended up walking and he, um, he had a lot of surgeries. And so he's like one inch off on one side. So he's either six foot or four. 5'11", okay. depending on how he stands. <laughs> but with that said, his his men parts right, right. don't work because okay. everything was completely damaged. Okay. And so the only way to do so is there's medication. So you inject your, your deck and <sighs> you get an erection. I, I'll do as much medication as they can but get. But check this yeah. out. Uh -huh. He was married for 13 years and his wife never let him do that. Okay, see, that's... So when we got together, I was like, oh, yeah, go get that medicine. Right. Let's start right. doing this. And that's, then, see, you know, that's other up. ways to play. I mean, and this is why, once again, why his relationship ended. Because it's just yeah. like, it's a two-way street. And it's like, if you're in it, you're in it. And you need to figure out, get something exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and he brought it up, you know, right away. And I was like, no, I'm not worried about it. Like, okay. whatever, we'll figure it out. Okay. You know? And look what it is. Yeah. Look at this. The best it's ever the been. The best love ever. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, and so I guess I'm getting on that, guys, because it's like sometimes you know once again you you see something that you want whether it be past whether it be new and it's that thing of like anticipation sometimes but like when you have that first kiss you're just like yeah god damn it that was like that's I awful know. Isn't that you know it's like you're such like, a bummer wah, wah. yeah <laughs> and then it's like and <laughs> then after that sucked. right and then there's the, then the rest of it's like the first time you have sex like yeah god damn it but yeah. i know most women for instance like give guys the benefit for that because maybe the second time it'll be a little better because they're nervous and whatever right right yeah. so you're right but there's a lot of pressure of course, of there's a lot of pressure, <laughs> of course. 
I like um, the pressure people. I love the pressure. I can handle it. Challenge. I, like <laughs> I the love the challenge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think it's a testament, a testament to myself as well. And, and my ex even said so. He was like, wow, that's like massive that you knew that, went ahead with it, and you're okay with it. And I was like, I totally am, right? right. I'm totally satisfied on so many levels. Right. And it just gets better and better. I love that. And yeah. now he's probably super confident and comfortable and basically yeah, totally. he's com- you know, like trustworthy and all that, which has a lot yeah, to do with like as well. Yeah, it's like She's like, all day, every day, I must have sex. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it right, right? You might as well stay on that horse and get it done. So, stay on I'm that horse. You. All right, so um, you're going to help me with this one. Okay, so, you know, what advice would you give to people? Because we've all had friends that go, oh my God, I, I've spoken with an ex and we're thinking about maybe trying to get back and blah, blah, blah. How do you tell them if it's the right way, or if it's the right timing, or if it's just like, no, that person, just no, never again? I mean, I think there's obviously a lot of different dynamics that go into play. I mean, you would have to know, like, what was their previous relationship like? And if there were things like, you know, any sort of abuse or um, like a very deep level of a lack of support and working together as a partnership, uh, sex wasn't good. You can't think that that's not going to like carry on again, you know, but if it was a simple thing of like, you know, I really love that person and we had to part and go our separate ways, Mm -hmm. then definitely I feel like there's affinity there and absolutely like don't stand in the way of yourself, reach out. You don't know what will happen. Yeah. And as long as, and and like she said, as long as it's not that situation where you just, it's, it's more, um, I want to call it lust, you know, I mean, you feel like, oh my God, like you're gravitating towards this bad, just going back to a bad situation. Exactly. Over and over again. Everybody has done that. I mean, I certainly have. And and most women I know. And then, you know, at some point they grow out of that and they're like, no, I don't want that. I'm worthy of this. I expect this. And that's what I'll have. Right. Well, that's why this is so crazy for myself, because out of all the women I've dated, I don't ever go back to the past. You know, it's just one of those things where it's like been there, done that. But for some reason... Like I said, with my current girlfriend, I mean, it's just one of those things, even through my marriage, like, and I told her this, I probably told my ex this, I think, I I think I told everyone, it's just like, through the whole time of being married to my, my ex, which was amazing, by the way, there were moments where I sat there and went, did I choose the right one? And me saying that was always about my current girlfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, and, but, but it was just almost a passing thought. It was never like I pursued it. It wasn't like you're pondering it, but it would definitely come It was almost like that sliding doors where it's like, God, if I would have went this way, which we to talk, you know, my, my current girlfriend and I, we discussed saying that it wouldn't have never worked. Even if we stayed, it wouldn't have worked because timing was just off. You know, Mm -hmm. she had to go move to another city to do her fellowships and things like that. And myself, you know, I'm still, you know, at the age of what, 32, I'm still maturing. You know, mm-hmm, I, feel like mm-hmm. I finally matured. Right now. <laughs> I, I, finally I feel mature. mature. Let, let me ask you, uh-huh. did she ever want to have kids or was she was good with you having your two? So we talked about all that okay. and um, we and we discussed that we were going to have kids. I'm putting it out there on air. Really? Because that's so, a big question. Nice. Okay. But um, at the same time, though, with our with, you know, with my girls and not that and I never said that I would never do it. The reason why I felt like it wasn't going to be right was the fact that um, we, uh, she's busy. 
we're, you know, it's, Very, that, it's like, yeah. and, you know, you're, when you're doing surgeries, you're never home and yep. it's, it's hard to make that work and spend yep. time, especially as a mom, uh-huh. something's got to, you know, you have to give something up mm-hmm. for that. And, and then so, bringing in a newborn to the relationship that's correct. is taxing. Well, I mean, yeah, you a, know. a pet's hard enough. I can yeah. tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, we always say parent are like, man, we would have the most killer kid. Right. I'm like, but are you uh-uh. willing to sacrifice no, your time? We're, right. we're done. Yeah. I mean, our girls are the same age. They're 10. Okay. We're on the same same plan like nope right no well fortunately for that we like i said we discussed all of it and it came to be that she's she's happy with Good. where things yeah. are you know we were we like i said we went through some processes and things of actually fertility and stuff like that as well but uh-huh. i think the final outcome was like she was happy with where she's at right and i think i find that that happens um quite often with with people that will bring children into mm-hmm. a new relationship right is that the other partner will be like okay well then i get my dose of having a kids and they get to forge their own relationship with your children right and it's it's mutually beneficial now the only difference with that is which i've heard is the fact that if you're a little bit younger let's say like for me and i was dating um i mean she's six years younger than me so right. she still had enough time she still does have enough time to have another a child but it's getting to that skewed state of age right now but if they're younger most people in these relationships if that happens they do want to pursue having another child because they want something of their own as well i to think we've outgrown that you. Yeah. yeah 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 yeah. it's but party it, time it, it's fun time echo yeah, traveling yeah, you know exactly. like just and doing just, us yeah, and exactly right exactly and spending time with the kids you do have exactly <laughs> that's good that's good enough <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to waste any more time with anything weird like that uh-uh. so so i'm going to give you a good story and this is probably i, I saved this one for last it's probably the best story. So my ex-wife's, uh, my, my father-in-law and my mother-in-law, whom uh-huh. I adore and I love them so much that they're actually the same of, of refining that love again, by the oh, way. Oh, I love. Yeah. And this was for me like a story when I heard this story, guys, but I'm going to share with you. It's um, it's one of those things where you're, it, you know, it, and it happened, I guess, I want to say in the... Uh, God, I guess in the 70s. So, uh-huh. but before this, you know, they're they're in their 70s now. So they're old school. Yeah. So um, they met. In, so here's the story. So my my father-in-law and mother-in-law, they met in college. Uh-huh. Um, I think they dated for, I want to say maybe a one a year and a half or something like that. And uh, they were juniors, I believe, almost seniors. So he actually let her know. Um, that he needed to break up with her because he had promised to marry his high school sweetheart. Oh, wow. Now, so this is how old school this is. Yeah. So, and he's such a stand-up guy that he he said, I need to break up with you because, and I, and I, don't want to do this, but I promised my, my high school sweetheart that I would marry her. Mm-hmm. He went home and he did marry his high school sweetheart. And they were together for probably, I maybe like, I don't know, maybe let's say 10 years. I, I'm not That's gonna, still a good amount of time. Right. I'm not going to go any far yeah. than that. So in this time now, my mother-in-law had found um, her, at her senior year, um, her current, not her current, but the father of my ex-wife. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's the, yeah. That's, yeah. if you guys yep. can understand Got that. Yep. So they ended up getting married and they were married for, let's say, a good eight to 10 years as well. Now, around this time, um, my father-in-law had broken, I'd gotten divorced from his wife, started apparently calling my mother-in-law's mom and asking, hey, asking how's questions. such and such doing? Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, they're married. They're great. now. Oh, they just, the next year. Oh, they just had a kid the next year. Oh, the blah, blah, blah. Then finally one year he called and she goes, well, it's funny that you're calling. Uh. 
they just got divorced. And he's Perfect. like, wow, this is great. So I love that he was diligent on yes, that. Yes, every single year he called in. once she a year checking in to see what was going on. Yeah. So this final year he got lucky. He's like, well, it's funny you say they got divorced. Here's her number. So Perfect. he called her. They spoke like how everything just happens as a whirlwind. Yeah. They ended up meeting in Vegas probably like a month or two later, and they were inseparable from that point on. Mm -hmm. Now, at, so what we're getting at now, it's been 32 years later. Oh my God, they're married. They're that. like happy. And you would never have known that these two people should have ever, have ever split been up. Been with anybody way. else. Yeah. Been with anyone else. That's correct. Yeah. It, wow, they're amazing. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. And they're for life now. Yeah, exactly. But like you said, it's like, so you just sometimes have to go through certain things to see if that's the right one. And that saying that people have, what is it? It's uh, um, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. I mean, of, of course. And it's just... It's just, it's such a beautiful thing, like aging. Right. I love every decade gets better and better. And it's just like, at our age, it's just, again, I can't like convey enough. Like, it's, it, this is it. Right. Like, this is meant to be. And it's just like, thank you, God, for all the lessons. It's and like, where thank have you, you been? For opening my eyes. Yeah. And, and thank you for not letting me get in the way of myself and open myself up right. to Pierre because I was very shut down. I mean, and, I was. And you damaged. said something that I was just about to say for you. And this is something that's very important, what she just said. You allowed yourself yeah. to be open to something new. And yeah. a lot of times, most people, we miss so much. Like, like that let us pass by and and this is something where like as I've gotten older as well where it's like any opportunity that you feel is an inkling like um situation of making your life better yeah you follow that follow yeah. your heart and go yep. with it yep. because a lot of people like you said there's so many things that we miss and those doors are just closing slam slam slamming in your face left mm -hmm. and right where it could have been amazing opportunities mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. whether it be work relationships or just you personally just growth you know yeah. Yeah, you exactly. need to be aware of all this and yeah, that, it, that's amazing you it's, said that. it's operating from a place of fear when you're doing that and you're just it, like you said, everything's coming your way and it's it's bypassing you because right. you're either broken or ashamed or, you know, whatever. You haven't healed, yeah. but you, you have to find ways to get through the past and, and, and look at it and go, okay, that was good for this reason. That's correct. And it was bad for all these reasons. Um, release it, it, go to therapy, whatever, right. and just be like an open like canvas. I like what you just said. See, people, I couldn't have said this better myself. I mean, this is a true co-host right now. I love it. <laughs> exactly you. what you said. I love exactly Talking what you from said. Experience, babe. <laughs> All right, guys. So, Echo. Um. So, what do you, I would like to ask you before we get into our question: Is there anything that you want to plug? Let me know what's going on with you right now. What are you, Miss yeah. Playboy Playmate, nine-time over superstar champion? Ring that bell. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding what are you ding, up to ding. right now? Um. So it's interesting. I um. So when I moved to California eight years ago, I came here with a plan, and that was to do, go into skincare, got an esthetician license, okay. got my studio. You have beautiful I, skin, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I accomplished everything, and then a pandemic hit, and my studio closed down, and it was actually like a good thing. I was really getting tired of doing okay. it. And so I just threw myself into my, my creative space, which is something I've been working on for the two, like two or three last year, um, years, previous years. And it all has to do with my career, my modeling okay. career, everything I did in Playboy. And um, 
figuring out how to put that into a brand. Okay. And so that's what I've done. So um, I've created the Bunny Chronicles. Okay. Bunny oh, Chronicles. All right. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Okay. So I'm super, super excited about it. Um, so under the Bunny Chronicles falls, I'm doing photography, I'm writing. I have uh, four published stories right now on vocal media. But the biggest thing is that I've been working on is a podcast. And so great. developing a podcast. Oh, so this is good the practice Bunny for you Chronicles. right now. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> um, with uh, Karina Harney, who will be my co-host. And we're hoping that's going to launch in the beginning of June. And uh, we'll definitely give you some more updates as it comes. Great. But everything's on track. Okay. And um, I also started getting into like uh, digital art. I'm creating all these beautiful digital art pieces. Oh, I, I hear the NFT world is huge. Yes, right now for I, stuff. so That's I amazing. just got exposed to that. I okay. had no idea, and my brain just went, "Oh my god!" Popped <laughs> because I I was the second playmate to figure out that the um, that the internet was coming, the World Wide Web. Playboy was very very far behind the times right. on that, and so I taught myself how to. Build Build a website. I produced it, and for seven years, um, I created all my own content. Oh, that's so wonderful! I okay. have like thirty-six thousand six hundred and forty images that I produced. Wow! That I own, okay. and so I was like, "Oh my god, I can." do so much with this with nft it's like whether i'm licensing my images right. or making artwork out of it or what and i'm having a blast and i'm getting really good feedback my fans love it good so great. um yeah so but i definitely want to say on that note to follow um uh, both two of my instagram accounts yeah. one is uh echo bunny 93 and then the other one is the echo bunny chronicles okay yeah. All right, so Echo Bunny ninety three on Instagram and Echo Echo, Echo Bunny, Bunny Chronicles. Chronicles. Got it. Yeah. And then you're saying that um, the podcast should be released probably in June. Yeah. Is there going to be video behind it as well or straight? Yeah, up? it's going to be a full production. Great. So it's going to be. Um, we're actually going to launch it on OnlyFans. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's a very racy. Yeah, I like it's a that. different uh, different <laughs> concept, and I mean, I that, hear the audience is huge though on that platform. Oh though. yeah. 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 <laughs> very. All right. I need to get on OnlyFans. <laughs> so yeah, th there's a lot of positives behind it. It's okay. um, you know, I, I certainly think that there'll be a whole. De uh, demographic that probably doesn't know much about Playboy, yeah. heard about it, whatever. And mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of history um, that we're going to speak about. Like we're behind the scenes and stuff as well. Behind the scenes. That's it's great. All, it's all from like the vantage point of being like a playmate or working at Playboy, like the butlers at the mansion, the photographers, the high level execs, great. the writers, like the assistants. Like we great. are going to have I, all those people. I got I got to laugh a little bit about the butlers. You know, oh, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, you playmates in these you, what is up with the playmates and butlers? I don't know. I don't know. Some of the no. best people I know, those butlers. Oh I mean, my well, god! Everyone's so got funny. the inside view of everything going yeah. on inside that mansion. It's got to oh, be yeah. the butlers. Yeah. So, you know, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Playboy, playmates, and the butlers. This is my new thing. I'm gonna yeah, show it's on gonna that be one cool. Itself. That's um. I'm really excited about that episode. I mean, all of them. So the first season is gonna be all things Playboy, Great. and we're gonna have a plethora of guests and playmates and really interesting interviews. Great. And it's going to be fun and it's going to be 
we're definitely going to ruffle some feathers and I'm ready well, to do that. <laughs> I think it's the right time to do that because yep. some time has been passed and you know, you don't really hear much about Playboy in a sense anymore, but I feel like it's a great time to bring that back out. And, it's, oh, and I feel like making a comeback and bringing it back is going to be huge for you guys. It is. It mm -hmm. definitely is because, you know, now, like you said, you, I don't know if you looked at Playboy recently, no. but every Playmate they get from modeling agencies and these are big like models. Got it. So they're not even like the girl next door. They're not going okay. and testing. They're not doing the whole thing it's that we had lot. to do yeah. in order to be a playmate. Wow. But that also was Hef because Hef is the one that would look at every submission, say yes, he would approve every sample. Right. So, and that was the beauty of that, though, yes. because he yeah. did that. He's the you man know? behind exactly. it, you know, yeah. without He's Hef. like the Anna Wintour of like, you Yes, know? <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, Love if she Anna doesn't Wintour. approve, it's exactly. Like him. If he doesn't prove, then he, you're not yep. getting in. Yep. It's exactly. a huge difference in the world now yeah. and stuff too. So that's it'll amazing. Be exciting. All yeah. right. Okay. So, well, guys, there you go. All right. So we're going to end this now with the question of the day. And I'm going to, like I tell all my co-host guests that you got, you're going to start answering it first and I'll come and chime in after. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yep. All right. So let's see. Here's the question of the day. All right. Hi, Christopher. Or he says, hey, Christopher. Love the show and especially how you always find a way to mix humor into every episode, no matter how heavy the conversation can get. So here's my question. I formally dated this girl for about seven months and due to work circumstances had to move to another state. We ended things amicably. But looking back now after four years, I can't stop thinking if I should have tried a little harder into trying to make that relationship work. I think this girl could be the one for me. But how do I go about trying to see if there's even remotely a chance of winning her back? And this is after about four years. So what do you think? Well, I don't know. That's a hard one. So he moved for work? He moved for work to another state. So was he willing to stay? I don't know that's the like whole. That's like what's unclear. Is, he didn't really get into all that. But that's, these are, that's well, probably well, listen, something. Uh, this is what I will say. If it's been four years and she's still heavy on the brain like yeah. that, I absolutely say reach out. See what's going on right. in her world. You don't know. Right. You never know. And she may be feeling the same way. Right. And she may be with someone. She may not. But yeah, you just don't you know. You don't know. Right. But exactly. you got it. That's okay. what we were just talking about. It's right. like just open yourself up. Do it. Right. See what happens. Yeah, she Echo brings a good point here. Um, so to Mr. Too Late, it was signed Too Late, by the way. <laughs> too late. Okay, so Mr. Too Late, um, what going off of what Echo said, I believe that first of all, um, I need to know um, have you spoken to her since this time? Um, why didn't you ask her if, to move with you or to see if that was a possibility? Which I'm sure that had to be part of the amical breakup. For sure, she yeah. probably couldn't do it or something or it just yeah, wasn't at that point. Like. Um, you know, otherwise than that, you know, like you said, don't, what, do you, what do you have to lose? Call her, see what happens. If she's with someone, she's with someone. Timing's wrong. Um, but if you strongly feel strong, if you feel strongly about it and you, and this is something that you keep thinking about, pursue, pursue, pursue. Yeah. Nothing absolutely. wrong with that. You know, Absolutely. You'd be I mean, surprised. What, she might be pining over you the whole time, like yeah. Echo said. Yeah. You guys yeah. are pining you in different states. And, yeah, exactly. and maybe it's time to make it work. If you have the means Do to it. make it work, make it work. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Go get her. Go get her. Go get her. Too late. It's never too late. <laughs> Mr. Too late. Yeah, it's never too late. It's never too late. All right, guys. This is another episode of Dating Intelligence, the podcast with my co-host and guest, Echo Johnson. I want to tell you how grateful and appreciative I am to have a Playboy Playmate on my show. I mean, I had one as my co-host like the whole time. You're surrounded by them. Yeah, I know. It's like this new thing for me. I love being surrounded by hot women. I can tell you, you can that much for that. sure. Um, um, so once again, you can find Echo at uh, Echo Bunny 93 
mm-hmm. on Instagram. And the other one was? Echo Bunny Chronicles on Instagram. Great. And guys, please keep asking, uh, sending in your questions. DM them on my social media pages at Anything Dating Intelligence on social media. And if you want to reach out to me on, it's Christopher at dating-intelligence.com. That's my email. Um, you guys have a wonderful day. And once again, we'll have another episode soon. See you later. Bye. Thanks so much, Chris. All right. Thank you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.